I was trying to do hello, <laughs> but I, like, no, I gave up on it halfway through. <laughs> I know. Happy St. Patty's Day, G. Happy it's actually Day, today. It is. Mm -hmm. It is today. And I'm wearing green, and you're I'm not. No. I'm Italian. I don't wear green on St. Patty's Day. We wear black and orange, I think. I don't know. I never really celebrated St. Patty's Day. Not even having corned beef and cabbage this year, which I'm a little depressed about. But at the same time, I'm just like, whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, just so, another day to me. I mean, so. listen, listen. Yeah, I ate fried eggs today. <laughs> I, yeah, it's early for me, so I haven't really eaten yeah. anything yet. Well, I'm wearing green, and I'm probably going to drink a beer later on. So, you know, I'm celebrating. Oh, good. Yeah. Celebrate. I'm sorry to keep you on. Oh, it's tired. Also, before we progress any further into the podcast, what yes, mic are you on? What? What microphone is your computer settings on? Because your I don't know. voice is a very correctly. Crackly. Crackly. Let me see. I mean, we didn't record last week, so um, is that better? Let's see. Try and speak more. Oh my god. That's bad, Dad. There we go. Yeah, there I was go. just on the computer mic and not the um, USB mic, so you can tell. You can tell. So people who are listening, forget about that first part because I'm not editing it. You know, it's just what it is. It's just going to be what it is. Podcast, man. Podcast. <laughs> I'm fucking lazy. If you haven't yeah. learned that by now, <laughs> you are now. It's going to so, be fun. Is, is my we're... end of the audio quality okay? Yes, you're okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, That's well, good. what's our topic today? We have a fun topic today. We have a fun topic. We have the history or the way you the black, beat it, the black, the black history, history. Though we are debating between black history and not so green history of the St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <sighs> Where do we begin? Who was well, St. Patrick, I guess? Well, yeah, that and the fact that we're the way we celebrate is and why we celebrate is not it's it's not even close to the history of saint patty's day so um somehow it got turned into this holiday where um, you know people wear green and leprechauns and gold and three 13 million pints of guinnesses drank every every saint patty's day like yeah, I mean, what I would do for Guinness right now, uh, oh, and it, and people do recognize Saint Patrick himself, yes. but they, I think, especially you know Americans in this day and age, I think that they think that Saint Patrick is more of like a pagan figure, kind of like Santa Claus or yeah. the Easter Bunny. You know, like they don't realize that he's like a saint but yeah. before that he had a very dark history so that, that too but i think the name says it all like saint patrick i mean anybody yeah. with i don't want to call people dumb but anybody with a grain of fucking salt in their mind would be like oh saint so probably christian yeah. you know right. it's no, not yeah. like neo-pagan it's not you know some sort of witchcraft it's like it's a saint so you know most likely saints are usually within christianity so yeah think about it people use your no yeah minds. it's definitely yes i get what you're saying but i feel like it's he's kind of been forgotten and now it's about shamrocks and catching leprechauns and mm -hmm. the color green and green rivers and drinking and Guinness. Oh, yeah. yeah being obnoxious and shenanigans mm -hmm. and pinching i don't that. there's a whole pinching thing yeah okay yeah like 
pinch me i'm irish and then like if you go out drinking on St. Patty's Day with a bunch of drunk Irish men in the in the bars of Boston, you got to be careful because they will pinch you and they think it's hilarious and you want to turn around and throw well, punches. What do you say if you're, like, you're not Irish? <laughs> if you're not Irish, you should not be in an Irish pub with a bunch of drunk Irish old men doing jigs and singing irish songs because um you'll probably still get pinched because you're a good looking woman but yeah they just like to pinch i think it's just a reason for them to touch you and get away with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, oh, i have an excuse you know how oh, dirty old men are to kick your balls in so <laughs> yeah thank you for yeah. that i want to throw That's punches true. but okay yeah don't pinch me so mm. I mean, yeah if the pinch is by the right person then we're talking a very different conversation now. but yeah. anyways um well <laughs> i just see your eyebrows <laughs> raising to the fucking rooftop being like oh. <laughs> <laughs> um boy yeah it's just crazy how like yeah. none of our new saint patty's day traditions or the ones at least in america that we celebrate i i can't be i can't speak for other countries yeah um just actually have nothing to do with the history of the of this fifth century missionary and what St. Patty's Day is you know the day itself is so yeah. uh, we and it is very it's not it's not even a happy story so it's not a happy story so nah. would you mind starting us off with telling us a little bit about the history of St. Patrick and how he became Saint Patrick. Well, you have some interesting, more darker um, research. I do, I um, do but I don't yeah. want to step into the dark immediately, scare people. Okay, yeah. all right, because like my my shit's kind of just more like basic knowledge, but um, mine too. Yeah, no, yours was kind of creepy, but um, yeah. So, so um. St. Patrick, or Patrick, it was his name before he was a saint, because he wasn't always a saint. Um, he actually was from, he had a British background. He was, you know, English, he was from Britain. And his dad was a deacon, and his, his grandfather was a priest. But apparently he wasn't very religious growing up. You know, maybe it's a case of like, not you know not wanting to follow in footsteps because it's been so your entire life you know <laughs> like mm -hmm. I mean yeah um apparently he wrote in one of his confessions and you were saying didn't you say that yeah. like he had a diary or something like that that they, there were two um, there were two confessions that were made I mean confessions yeah. two pieces of text that were text yeah, one was confessio, or translated to confession, and the other one started with an I, but I can't remember what exactly it was. So, in one of his confessions, one of them, he writes that when he was about 16 years old, um, all of that changed. Um, so, the whole religious thing kind of changed for him when he was eh, around 16 years old. Um, Patrick was attacked and he was kidnapped <laughs> by Irish pirates that mm -hmm. broke into his family's villa, their, you know, their town, their villa. Um, and at that point, he, <laughs> by these pirates, he was sold into slavery in Ireland. So they took him from Britain and they brought him over to Ireland where he was sold as a slave and apparently he credited this experience with renewing his religious faith so that's where you know at 16 years old you know he decided that you know religion was for me I'm gonna you know yeah. um 
he says, quote unquote, in the um, one of the confessions, after I arrived in Ireland, I tended sheep every day and I prayed frequently during the day. So, you know, he was trying to ask God to help him, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it was a shitty situation. Um, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, although like in his confession where he says he tended sheep every day, doesn't sound like too bad of a horror of a slave life. <laughs> like, I mean, I think we would have to have more information in regards to what that looked like. If he yeah. was just out there, like sitting around and shit like that, that doesn't sound too bad of a slave life. If right. he was beaten, I mean, slavery in any format. Yeah, so slavery in any format, being taken away from your family and control choices. Of course. Mm-hmm. Any any situation where you lose the power, you have free will, or that is taken away from you. Mm-hmm. But you know, he in that case, if that wasn't if he wasn't, you know, tortured or whatever every single day, and he probably had it easier than a lot of people have had, in, you know, being taken into mm-hmm. slavery. Thinking of our histories and, and shit like that, you know, right. without going into detail. So, but right. that again, it, it's the missing information that we have about this person because mm-hmm. everything that was written about him on the records have actually been created a century or two later. So the, you know, things that we know about him now have been created in sixth and fifth century, which is, you know, 100, 200 years later on. And a lot of stories have been mixed with myth. You know, stories that people have, you know, he's, you know, this and he's that and and all all sorts of shenanigans. Mm -hmm. So you can't really tell apart the, the myth from reality in that sense. And I will stop talking unless you continue. Um, no, I mean, I think that's super. And um, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, six years passed by before Patrick said to him, <laughs> he said, I heard a voice and it was telling me to return home. So he did his best. He escaped and he walked 200 miles to a port where he found a ship preparing to leave for England. And he writes, um, I said I needed to set sail with them, but the captain wasn't pleased at at all. He replied unpleasantly and angrily, don't you dare try to come with us. This is what the captain said to him. Later on, the captain had changed his mind and Patrick says, I began to pray while I was going. And before I even finished the prayer, I heard one of them shout aloud at me, come quickly, those men are calling you. I turned back right away and they began to say to me, come, we'll trust you, prove you're our friend in any way you wish. I don't get it, but okie dokes, (laughs) it's like, um yeah and and there's more Uh, when because he almost starved on that journey right they were traveling yeah yeah and then when they came to england they actually didn't come to a port they came to some sort of wilderness and apparently they were searching for if i remember correctly 28 days before they came across any sort of civilization almost mm-hmm. starving to death and then the the people that took him across the sea asked him to ask you know his god to provide food for them because their mm-hmm. gods have forsaken them he prayed and yeah. they apparently came across you know a herd of wild boars that they hunted yeah. and they feasted for two days so hmm yeah yeah because yeah. once he got back home, he became a cleric in continental Europe. So, like, continental. Uh, oh, and 20 then, years, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he heads back to Ireland as a missionary. So, yeah. you know, he, yeah. Um, his, I mean, it gets, it gets a little, his life gets weirder after that. Um, 
when he's in Ireland as a missionary, as a foreigner, he, and even though he was there as a slave, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't plugged into the land's kinship and the networks that Ireland had. He didn't, he didn't, you know, he was a slave. He was, you know, he was given no knowledge because knowledge is power. So um, he kind of had to learn how to fit in. And, um, you know, once he learned all these things, he, he did it because it, if he was able to work his way into the kinship and of the people and the networks, he would therefore receive limited legal protections. And that was according to the Irish in the early medieval Europe. Um, yeah, because quote Christianity unquote. was <laughs> quote unquote. not that well spread. I mean, not as spread at that point. Yeah, Still yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it wasn't a thing. Yeah, um, he clashed with local power brokers. Uh, he even writing a open letter chastising one for selling people into slavery. There were some of his followers into slavery. Yeah. He got robbed, he got beaten, he got accused of financial fraud, he was arrested, and he was nearly executed over the course of his career there. Um, They have some legends, I don't know, go ahead, do you have the legend? Uh, The execution, the confession, the uh, him writing an open letter are all connected because some of his followers were sold into slavery. He wrote an open letter to the king, but the king yeah. did not like, so he imprisoned him. Now, yeah. it is not, it cannot be confirmed, but it is believed that his confession, you know, about his life and, you know, the visions that he had, he's had and stuff like that and him turning to priesthood actually was written while he was imprisoned. Yeah. As sort of like the the last go of sort of like this is my legacy that I'm leaving on, you know, a record right. of my life because right. he was about to be executed, but I guess the king had a change of heart. Now it's also one of the things that I came across in my research is that when he came back to Ireland, it was it was written very weirdly, so I couldn't really understand everything, but from what mm-hmm. I was able to gather, he didn't land exactly where he wanted in Ireland he was sort of taken away on his boat to a different place mm-hmm. and where he did land there was like a local lord or something that gave him a barn that later on became the church of St. Patrick where he would later on be buried and then later on a proper church would be built right. so on, on top of his grave the you know the now standing church of St. Patrick or then standing church of St. St. Patrick would be on top of his grave. So never yeah. forget the little people, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's legends, and this was wild. And I really wish I could find these legends because they sound super interesting. Uh, they have legends of him battling armies of witches and druids and turning his walking stick into a tree and the banishing of snakes of Ireland um even even though yeah because which is a fucking metaphor for druids a metaphor yeah because there there is no (laughs) scientific record of snakes ever living in ireland because of the climate being too cold for them to travel to ireland and then second people live there but what i did not know is that snake is a symbol that was used by druids so yeah. metaphorically speaking, the snakes would be, you know, druids that were being chased away or converted to converted. Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he's uh, today. Well, all right. So it says that he the reason why we celebrate St. Patty's Day on March 17th is because that was the day he supposedly died. And it became a f- his feast day. So people would feast and, and to honor him for, you know, 
basically converting the <laughs> converting the entire country into taking taking away their religion of paganism and making them all Christians, Catholics. Yeah. It's a fucking so I mean I guess <laughs> it's, it's whatever. A mindfuck. Yeah. When it's kind of dark everything. It is, it is really <laughs> yeah. dark, especially when you think like the association with the Shamlock and stuff like that and the clover. Yeah. Because that was something that was also used in paganism as a representation. And there is an article that actually goes, I was surprised because it's like a mainstream um, publisher that posted the article, at least from what yeah. I can gather from the writing. But they did mention that, you know, those symbols of Shamlock or, you know, three-leafed clover were actually symbols that were representative of the triple goddess, like the mother maiden and crone. Yes. And you also have, you know, the the other association with threes and you know yeah now today that we know about witchcraft and stuff like that but he used those as as the holy trinity as the holy trinity (laughs) and yeah i was was laughing out loud when i read the uh the next sentence in the article saying that you know christianity whatever they couldn't eradicate they would find a way to change and adopt as a way to represent christianity which is like yeah that's so fucking true i mean that's history anyways how many how many like deities existed before the triple goddess stuff like that that fucking existed way before christianity came into play (laughs) but would you know it you know there's a holy trinity in christianity too oh yeah same as even in buddhism you have three leaves on a shamrock Exactly. What happens if you find a four-leaf clover? What does that mean? Well, that we'll means you're that fucking one. fucked. <laughs> no, if you find a four-leaf clover, it means that you have luck for life. So that know. must I've be never, a that must be a pagan or an Irish. A three-leaf clover. So I guess luck is not on my side. I just built my fucking no four-leaf clover. Three-leaf. Every clover is th- three-leaf. I could go they outside. Yeah. Do you have to find four leaves? I don't know fucking know. Yeah, I, if you find... I've done that in childhood, like, looking for those shit. I, I don't remember. I mean... I also, clover memory. is really good to eat. Like... I have a memory of a goldfish. Okay, here so... we go. This is, <laughs> this is where it starts. This is where it starts. Um, this yeah. is where things go downhill for us. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing so um, good. So educational. So today, Patrick is Ireland's primary patron, Patreon saint, and it's actually a role that he shares with St. Bridget and St. Columbia, and there's also a pretty long random list of patronages, and I probably said that wrong, including engineers and paralegals, blah, 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 blah. Boring, boring, boring. I don't even <laughs> like, know what you're talking about, so move on. <laughs> I mean, I do. I'm, I do, but I and don't. that's pretty much the pretty much the basic, very basic history mm. of um, Saint Patrick, who was a medieval saint, and he continued to live a dangerous life, and um, he converted Ireland to Christianity. Yeah. And now today we celebrate with green milkshakes and green beer and green donuts and green, green, green everything rivers. green. Leprechauns. Oh my God. I, where I work the, yesterday, I can't tell you how many leprechaun traps I sold. Do you, yeah, leprechaun traps. Because there, you know, because there's not enough things that parents have to spend celebrate and spend their hard-earned money on for children i mean now apparently the leprechaun is like the easter bunny or the tooth fairy like yeah like he leaves you gifts and these parents like actually yeah and these parents actually like buy into this whole oh it's a leprechaun trap so like you set up this whole trap for the leprechaun and of course you don't catch him because how are you gonna catch a leprechaun if you catch a leprechaun i mean according to folklore like dude you get like wishes or something like that i mean pot of gold 
Listen, pot of gold, wishes, Dobby O'Gill, and little to people. Fill up my gas tank. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so people don't have to take out loans just to, yeah, everybody is, needs to catch a leprechaun this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is how you know that this record, this episode is pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, they do say, like, what they say that ba- when they hit gold back in the miners' days, they would say, what? We hit gold. We hit gold when they hit oil, like, mm-hmm. because it was considered, oil is considered you know liquid gold so it is yeah but um yeah now you catch the leprechaun you never catch him but but instead he because i asked the parent i was like well what happens because we didn't have that when my kids were little um and they were like well he leaves gifts in like the trap and i'm like oh okay so now we have the elf on a shelf we have the tooth fairy like it just gets crazy i'm so glad my kids missed all that shit. oh do you have the um for valentine's day mm-hmm. do you have that because that's a tradition over here do you have the uh the birds marrying each other no i mean we have cupid we because but... that that was actually something very fun so this is something that my grandma kept up when i was low mm. So over here, it's like, it's called like birds getting married, you know, sort of like an early beginning of spring um, and sort of representation of the love, Valentine and everything else. So the, the thing was, and actually a lot of the, the villages over here still do that, is there were these little, what, what would they be called? Like little pastries that would be baked. It's yeah. like a like an elongated thing that you roll out and then you sort of weave it through. So it looks like oh, you know, little bird. Yeah, yeah, basically like woven through. So what they do is they put like little baggies of like a couple of these uh, pastries, and they're like four or five pastries, and yeah. then they leave them around the property. So it's for yeah. kids, sort of like Easter egg hunting. So okay. you you go out and you try to find these bag find these baggies with little pastries in them nice i want to celebrate that yeah that's they love very... birds yeah love birds yeah so that's mm-hmm. actually cute but saint patrick's no we don't have that um, that's unfortunate maybe that's i was going to doing. go out this year and celebrate my very first saint patty's day in the town of boston which i would assume is the best place to celebrate St. Patty's Day um, because most of the Irish came to Boston when, you know, during the famine and all that stuff that, you know. So Boston is huge for the Irish community. And um, yeah, I was supposed to go, even bought some stuff like tattoos and headbands and green shit. And unfortunately my plans were canceled. Thanks, Stacy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, at the same time, there's a part of me that's a little fearful because it does get wild. It gets crazy in Boston. Like there's parades and people like go out into the streets and they get nuts and they're all drunk and like pinching, pinching. Nobody pinch me. I have like a circle around me an invisible circle and if you come to in my circle i'm not gonna be a happy camper so mm-hmm. yeah that pinching thing not for me but i was looking forward to you know just the good old fun of it and you know the yeah. shenanigans and yeah. you know yeah. drinking yeah. yeah i mean i don't get to do that is, you know well, I'm definitely going out for the gay pride parade. I don't give a fuck. I will put in for that day. So, because I want to celebrate <laughs> something and Proper. I celebrate. Yeah. Proper. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. That's a promise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, people, you have heard it. If by chance the gay pride parade comes on the day that we, no pun intended, on the day that we are supposed to record, there's going to be no recording. There's going to be no episode because Jenna is out. She oh, is I will celebrating. post pictures on Facebook. 
because it's a big deal and it's important and like you know you know i like rainbows and you know <laughs> just in general like yeah so yeah yeah promise that's a promise just so that's saint patrick's day for you it's gonna be fun and wild i wish i wish oh i don't know i wish we had more like dark history on it because well, i feel one, one like aspect. it's like yeah i mean yeah. we talked about it we taught people about what it is um one thing that i came across which was really interesting um is the fact that you know largely saint patrick is like this benevolent person yeah. that you know help um basically convert an entire country to christianity yeah. was at least the inspiration for that later on and stuff like that but thinking about it and reading a, a piece of uh, piece of text that said that there are instances where he was described as actually being a very violent person when it came to you know his beliefs yeah uh, he did he had no trouble throwing fists and fighting people in order to prove his point sort of placing him at a position of almost tyrant forcing tyrant. his yeah. beliefs on other people now i'm going with the logic that he was taken by pirates yeah he was put into slavery yeah now Maybe either one a of little two angry things, a little bitter a little salty i don't want to like two corn things could have happened you know he could have just taken up this path because he felt cool to it mm. of course and he could have done that with a gentle hand but going right. back into, into a country that has fucking hurt you yeah that has Agreed. done shit to you i'll be fucking salty as shit and i'll salty. throw yeah salt salt them I'll be throwing fists at anybody that would come up to me and say like, you're wrong. Do you Pro want potatoes. my right fist or do you want my left fist inside <laughs> of your fucking face? Yeah. You know, that, that would be Maybe. my response. So I kind of, I kind of believe that that's definitely a possibility, which does yeah. add an extra aspect of, you know, what did he actually do? You yeah. know, because there is Black also history. another story that, uh, the the irish were sacrificing the firstborn like i think every spring or something like that uh sacrificing a firstborn in order for their crops to succeed that year yeah and they would do so and i will throw a little disclaimer in there if you're not down for gore if you're not down for child abuse just skip for like a warning. minute warning <laughs> trigger warning okay. so what they would do is smash the baby's head oh, against boy, an know. idol Fantastic. of that deity. So the story goes that he heard about it or whatever, came across it. He saved the baby, yeah. but he smashed the idol. And basically the description of it like in, in the myths and legends later on goes that once he did that, he banished all of the evil that came from the idol into the pits of hell. And everybody was swept off their feet as though the god of hand had you know pushed them down and everybody was kneeling and sort of listening to him and obeying him so in that scenario okay that could be like i'm i believe that you have some higher power or you are you know gifted with being able to communicate with god mm. he saved the child so you know that there's that but then also i'm debating the fact would this again you know, them kneeling down before him could be an abbreviation of his control over them or him trying to impose control over them. Right, right. You know, so there's the debate for me. Um, right. and I'm, not, I'm not saying this, it's just, you know, throwing things out there, you see things, you hear things, you read about things. So we are not saying that he's, you know, bad or something. But, right. you know, you have to take into consideration that there is no... There is no physical, tangible evidence that we can now recover that would tell us, you know, this is the exact person that he was. Right. So. I so, mean, yeah. As um, they converted and evolved into Christians, you know, he became a saint. He was looked at as a savior and not as a tyrant. And um, 
but that's how religion is anyways i mean when we think about like just english history catholicism protestant i mean yeah like the The whole entire history of religion is so fucking dark and gloomy when you actually go into researching it oh i mean all the people they killed in the name of religion you know in the name of god we gotta kill people in the name of god yeah because then you also have see this is my problem with christianity mainly i am christian from birth not necessarily by choice anymore but my issue with it is you justify the fact that you're killing innocent people because that's what the lord wants but then also in the holy holy bible is said that every person is made in the image of god so it's the same no for me it's that debate so if somebody has a different skin from me that doesn't or believe something else i would still in my mind go to okay but he's still made in the image of god so regardless if he's straight away from the path if you want to put it that way he might be able to find his path eventually what i can do for him is tell him about it but i'm not going to shove that onto him but that's what christianity did it's just like here we go it's like you know i'm just gonna have it wasn't i mean back then i don't think that it was a shoving or it was it wasn't about that it was about the church and the church having power you know back then yeah churches were power and i mean they're not they're not so much anymore now it's a choice but but back then that that's still happening yes yes it is happening unfortunately that is still the case nothing in two thousand years of human history and the wonders that we have evolved to that control that oppression Mm -hmm. is still present and now it's no longer just just the people of the church Mm -hmm. that do that it's the people that go to church because it's generation after generation after generation that's been ingrained with this belief and knowledge that Mm -hmm. things are supposed to be a certain way when it's like hey you you can free yourself from that oppressive mindset a little bit and live a happy life without constantly having to be angry about what somebody is doing what somebody's saying if somebody's believing something else you don't Mm -hmm. have to do that and second of all it's none of your fucking business it's religion in, in a whole. It's not just it's not just church at this point in it's, this day and age. Yeah. It's just religion, which it is. is it is. It's not just church. And I'm not, you know, bashing Christianity, I'm bashing every religion that does that. Yeah. I mean, wars get started by I'm I mean, I've said forever and I also am, you know, stupid in these subjects. I'm not really political. I try to stay away from it. I definitely am aware, but I keep my opinions to myself because I don't want to debate. I just, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'd rather talk about Harry Potter or, you know, things that, right. I would but but I will fucking say my opinion because come at me. I have thought about that. I have worked through that in my mind and I know where I stand and that's fucking okay. And I'm okay with listening to somebody else's side of the story that I'm completely fine with that. I think anybody who knows me can can tell you that. Yeah. What I do not stand for is when things like that, religion like that, affects people to the point where they live a miserable life. For what? For something that they have never seen, for something that they have never experienced? Fuck that shit. Give me a pint of beer, sit down with me, have a pint yourself, and let's fucking have a conversation and let's have fun not yeah. fucking talk about you know and and oppress each other yeah in such a way why the fuck yeah be a fucking human war being. politics love the reasons the three reasons for war and the three conversations i stay out of period point blank politics i don't want to get point being i i know two people well maybe two people but most people have different opinions and opinions are different than facts 
And I am not going to sit here and argue your opinion. Your opinion is your opinion and you have every right to it. Now you want to talk facts that I can argue. That's like math. One plus one equals two. You know what I mean? But, you know, I I tend to stay away from those subjects because typically the people, it's not something that I bring up. So the people that are coming at me with those subjects, um, they are just way more passionate about me believing and converting over to their beliefs and i i mean if you can't respect my opinion then i can't respect yours exactly and i also want to say that this is you know me saying this oh it's opinions it's it's opinions but at the same time i'm not throwing out saying like you need to believe what i believe no no well what i believe i hope i'm doing is just sharing information with you because what i feed off of is inconsistencies because mm-hmm. life is full of inconsistencies and i like finding out inconsistencies because those places that give you the opportunity to think that mm-hmm. give you the opportunity to pose a question but what if you know yeah. what about this what about that that's truly and honestly where you're learning expanding yeah. and growing as a human being and what your potential mentally emotionally and spiritually is because once you start to question you open yourselves you open yourself up to actually receive something because if you're only pushing with one ideal with one you know thought with one belief you're never going to learn anything you're never going to hear anything else that doesn't coincide with what you're believing well that's that's the path to enlightenment i mean that's and i think this is not throwing that out there i just want to more spiritual people i think some you know that's just like us being like we don't want to be labeled we don't want to be in a box when you put yourself in a box and you stop learning you stop being on the path to enlightenment and you know the the ultimate you'll never learn enlightenment period but the further you can get down that path the wiser you are inside out spiritually body mind soul grounded also have an eye open to taking in other people's opinions and you know creating a reality that's just more pure you know (laughs) like more pure and enlightened and um I'm, I'm thinking one thing, and as we close, I think yeah. this is a good end note, and I want to hear and hear your opinion and see if you, by chance, agree with me. No. What I have found is that <laughs> enlightenment, if not, that's okay, and let's have a conversation, because that's what we are here for. Let's have a conversation, okay. you know, let's come up with, you know, something that both of us are going to be happy with and not fight about it. Why well, would I? F- I don't fight. I know, but listen, Linda. Okay. So, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what I have found, as far as enlightenment goes, is not that one moment where you're like, ah, oh, now everything is clear. Like the universe. Oh, you'll is never have that. What I feel like the reality of enlightenment is for me, and what I have found, is the aspect of waking up every morning. And knowing that I don't know everything and that there is something to learn and that there is something to question and that there is something to evolve to and grow into and then grow out of it and grow into something new and just develop. Yeah, that's enlightenment. That is the path to enlightenment. Path to enlightenment, I think, is what Buddha's teachings or um, Tibetan. I I mean, yeah. um, See, even that, I I have an issue with that. Even even saying a path to enlightenment portrays that you're working right now but you're not good enough basically that you're on the path to enlightenment so there is that one pinnacle that that one moment that you're searching for and building towards no that's well, really the, maybe that's not everybody I'm, is on a path to enlightenment exactly. i think that's why i am never happy in a job for too long could be my Sagittarius you know Um, getting bored very early could be my ADD I don't a combination but I also like as far as me believing that's a path to enlightenment I mean sometimes you just get 
all the knowledge you can possibly get from a situation and you know you realize like hey I'm not getting any more for this this is not beneficial it's not value it's not teaching me anymore so it's time for me to move on so that I can learn something new and I mean that's just make you know I'm just trying to use the example of just a job and that's probably why I've had so many jobs and it's not just learning the job it's also experiences with new people touching uh, new people's lives you know like exactly yeah that's exactly what I'm saying yeah Point being, that is exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. And I would, I would not call that path to enlightenment. I would call that path of enlightenment. Because you had that, you know, puff moment. It's like, okay, this is no longer for me. I've learned what I needed yes. to learn. So moving on. So it's like path yeah. of enlightenment. It's not that one big pinnacle. It's like a collection of things that add on to each other. Absolutely. So it's almost like your whole entire life. It's so, like big epiphany, that whole enlightenment is like every lesson you learn, every step you take. Right. One of my moment. tattoos on my arm, and um, I'm probably going to say this wrong. Uh, it's called an una, una Um, I, I probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. It's been a long time. Um, and I have wanted this symbol you have no idea, probably since I was 17 years old, how I found out about this symbol, who knows, there was no Google, there was no AOL. But for some reason, this one symbol stuck with me the entire time. If you look it up, I think it's Unanome or Unlome, whatever, you could probably Google it right now. But it is, it represents the path to enlightenment from the start of birth, where it's a spiral, which represents, you know, we all go through those first stages of life. We all learn the same, very same things, how to eat, how to walk, how to breathe, how to get through school, like, you know, and then you get to a point where you are on your own and you are like, you have been taught the ABCs of life. You have been given a foundation. Now you get to build your own house. What do you want to build? You know, like, so your life. And then the next part of the tattoo after the spiral is twists and turns. And that represents like the new things that you're learning and the things that are creating who you are. And they're typically good things. I mean, you know, experiences, And then it gets into like this real like jagged part because in life, as many good, you know, we have to have bad experiences that also enlightens us. And eventually after all those jags and loops, you end up walking a straight line. Now the straight line is followed by dots. And typically when people get this tattoo, they get two dots because that's like how it's portrayed in like pictures and things. But upon my learning, you're never supposed to stop getting these dots. Every time you have a, you know, an enlightened thought or a life-changing event or anything that's so important to you that changes who you are and helps you you know, become awoke, you're supposed to get another dot and another dot and another dot. So like you said, the path of enlightenment never ends. It's just about these life opening experiences that help you become more connected to who you are and to the universe and to the plan that is enlightenment. And then, you know, you get as many dots as you get until you die, I guess. so currently and I have to add some more dots but currently I have three dots because there's been three big things that have changed my life in a completely different direction so those are things that have made me closer to the universe closer to spirituality closer to knowing who I am and what my life's purpose is so yeah, I mean, it's a great symbol, and you should you should, you should put a because I tried to Google Uno Nome, and yeah. it just shows the symbol of Uno cards. So 
Your Google is so whacked, dude. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Okay, leave it, leave it for now. Post it mm-hmm. on our IG. Yeah, sorry for the like, um, my brain is tired. <sighs> so, it's been a day. Yeah, you've had a long day. Una loam, una loam, una lome, U N A L O M E. You'll see it. And there's not a lot of meaning to it it gives it like a basic meaning but i kind of did some research and learned more about it also i think i got downloads because to know about this symbol before i was even introduced to this symbol like i didn't you know i i feel like somehow some way the universe sent me a download does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah oh there we go Now I found it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this before in tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. and that's what it, it represents the path to enlightenment. And you'll see some of them don't have the dots, and some of them do, but the correct ones will have the dots because, like I said, every time you have that moment that awakes you, you're supposed to add another dot. So, okay. But it, yes, I will post. I yes, will post it just as it, like a regular. It's a, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous piece of artwork yeah. in its own right. And then just the meaning behind it is amazing. It really is. And um, people who know, know. And that's the funny thing. I'll have people come up and go, what is that? Like, you know, and, and I'm just like, if you don't know, like, I, I, I can't sit here and explain it. <laughs> Like, I'll just say it's the path to enlightenment, but then they'll just kind of look at it. And that's it. I can't religion, you know, one of the things I want. Research it. Research it. Yeah. Google it. (laughs) Like that exists. Exactly. Point being. It's time to go. We're done. Fantastic. Have a good one. Bye. Toodles. Happy St. Patty's Day. Bye.